Welcome back to the show, folks. This is your host, as always, Ryan Kennedy. And today on this episode, I'm going to break down how I structure my day, what habits, routines, and workflow I found to work best for me. Now, everyone's different, but I've tinkered with this stuff over the last decade. And I really want to share what I built my schedule uh, to kind of be like to maximize my output, improve my performance, and ultimately just have a high level of vitality. Now, keep in mind, I'm still a student of the game of life. I'm constantly tweaking and modifying and reiterating this type of structure as I learn new things and as I experiment with what's working and what I'm finding the most benefit in. And so I, I don't want you to think this is the end all be all map or, or framework you have to follow. But my hope is that you could glean a few ideas and insights to incorporate into your own day. And this episode is part one of a three part series. So today's going to be really focused on the morning and what I do to kick off the day, how I optimize the first couple hours of, of my day. Next episode will be part two, which will really be the workday, what I do during the bulk kind of middle of the day. And then part three will be the evening and what I do to optimize sleep. So with that intro, let's dive right in. I always like to wake up with first light. This time of year, I, this was being recorded in December, that's around 6.15 or so. Uh, but during the summer months, it's much earlier, around 4.45, 5 a.m. And I allow this to fluctuate based on the time of year because I find waking up with the sun and being outside for sunrise as I start my day is immensely beneficial for my energy levels. I find I get much better mental clarity. My mood is higher. My sleep quality is optimized. And we know this. You know, I've talked in length of the importance of circadian rhythm and getting outside for that morning light. And for myself personally, I just don't like to wake up when it's dark out. And since I run my own business, I'm an entrepreneur, I'm able to build my schedule around what sleep and wake times I think are best for my overall output and my health. And so I love to wake up at first light. I don't like to sleep in much past that. I find that that deep, seriously degrades the rest of my day if I sleep in, you know, one, two, three hours after the sun has already risen, especially when it's a beautiful sunrise. That's one of the most pristine times of the day. So I like to get out and soak that up. So immediately upon waking, I get out of bed, I head straight for the bathroom and I clean out my mouth. I do some tongue scraping. I brush my teeth. This is really important. This is an ancient Ayurvedic medicine practice that really makes sense to me. And that over, over the course of the night, we have all this bacteria and yeast and fungus and natural organisms in our mouth. And in the morning, before you drink a bunch of water and put all this, you know, wash all this stuff into the gut, clean it out. And so I find this really helps not only with dental health, but also with gut health and makes a lot of sense to me that before you go and eat and drink stuff, you would want to clean out your mouth in the morning. So I do that. Then I head downstairs and I prepare what I call my hydration cocktail. And so I have a big 32 ounce mason jar and I fill it up with filtered water. And I use a filter filtration system called the Nihilus 2 by Aquacera. Very good quality filter to pull out any heavy metals and uh, all sorts of things like chlorine and chloramines and fluoride and the crap you don't want in your water. And then because I filter that water, it doesn't have a high quotient of minerals and electrolytes and trace elements. So I add in a, a half a teaspoon of sea salt. I really like Redmond's Real Salt. This is one of my favorite brands of mineral rich sea salt. And half a teaspoon is for my body. Other people might need less. Uh, and this is also based on the fact that I don't eat a salty breakfast. So I need to be getting that sea salt in to balance out my electrolyte levels. 
Uh, and in conjunction with that sea salt, I'll put in some electrolytes, a product called Ultima that has some magnesium. It has some chloride, some potassium. It also throws in, I think it has some zinc and vitamin C and a few other nutrients like that. Uh, so I have my sea salt, my electrolyte powder, and then I'll throw in some uh, creatine monohydrate. This is one of the most well-studied and in my opinion, safest uh, exercise and overall performance enhancing supplements. Uh, so I use a brand called Thorn. They make a Crea Pure, which is a really high quality creatine monohydrate. And I use half a teaspoon, which is only two grams. This is not a lot from the typical recommendation of five grams, but I've seen research and read that you can only really absorb about two grams at any given time. So I like to split up the dose, take two grams in my morning water, two grams later in the morning with my smoothie. And then to cap this off, I'll add uh, some whole food vitamin C. There's a product made by Pure Synergy I really like, uh, and it will include about 150 milligrams of whole food vitamin C. And that just helps with collagen, with immune system function, with all sorts of things. Uh, and I find it much better to have the whole complex opposed to an ascorbic acid or a synthetic vitamin C. And so <clears throat> I take this water and with all these different powders and supplements that I've just loaded into this big glass mason jar, I step outside into this morning light, which the sun has not come up at this point. It's just kind of right at daybreak where you could start to see outside and, you know, it's just at that first light uh, timeline. And I'll drink this water and look out off my deck as I spend a few minutes, just kind of taking in the day, being, you know, kind of thinking about how grateful I am to be blessed with another day. Because every day we wake up really is another chance to live and love fully. And I do my best to really take a few minutes to really appreciate it and acknowledge that because it's so easy to just start to have these thoughts creep in about, what you have to, what's on the agenda this, you know, today, what you, you don't feel like doing this. I don't really want to do that, man, this sucks. But when you take a step back, you're just like, I'm alive and well, I hit the lottery, just want, woke up to live another day. It totally shifts the frame of mind of how you kick off the day. And I find that to be really helpful. So I'll be out there for a minute or two as I drink down the water. Uh, and then uh, I also have something where anytime I feel like bitching out on either my morning training or any of the things I have planned for that day, some of the harder stuff I've lined up, I remind myself, this is the first day of the rest of my life. How do you want to show up? By bitching out on the things you know would benefit you or by taking action and doing the hard shit. And that one thing, sometimes I'll have a little sticky note or I'll have a little reminder, but that one frame shift of frame instantly is like, all right, I'm going to get after it. And it's a cheesy quote or a cheesy line, but it really is the truth. Like today's it. That's all we got. The past is the past, no matter what you've accomplished or what setbacks you've had or what trauma, whatever happened in the past, like what we have is today. And how do you want to move forward from today? And so <clears throat> at this point, this is about 10 days. I know it sounds like a lot, but this is about 10, 10 minutes into my day at this point. I've gotten my water. I've gotten my kind of very brief mindfulness, gratitude, just kind of getting the day going, cleaned out my mouth, all that sort of stuff. And so from there, I head back inside and I'll start brewing up either a cup of organic yerba mate or a cup of coffee, depending on the day. I switch back and forth between those two. The yerba mate is definitely one of my caffeinated beverages of choice in the morning. And so while that brews up and I'm warming up the water and all that, I pop onto the porcelain throne for my morning poo and I keep a copy of uh, the Daily Stoic, which is a book written by Ryan Holiday. And I read the passage for that day. Uh, which I keep in the bathroom for that specific activity because it's just like a one-page thing, kind of gets you thinking. It's a good pattern interrupt because a lot of us, I know myself, I'll get in bad habits where I, you know, on my phone, 
well, I'd take morning poop and that just totally kind of changes the trajectory of my thought patterns. And I'll start looking at emails and all this other nonsense. And so I'm like, all right, keep the phone on airplane mode throughout this whole time. Have a little book where you can read a passage of that. And then I'll, you know, finish up in the bathroom. I'll grab my coffee or tea. I'll grab my headphones, my journal, and I'll head out the door uh, and hike uh, this trail right by my house for, for a morning hike. And while hiking, I'll listen to my morning formula, which is a series of affirmations and goals and visions and things that I have set forth for my life that I want to accomplish. And then I'll also listen to a podcast or an audiobook, just to get the mind going as I sit my tea, as I kind of walk up the mountain. It's not a long hike, but it's to get up to the top of this mountain I live by, Dictionary Hill, is, you know, it's a little less than a mile. And so it's about a 15 to 20 minute walk, depending on your pace. And along this, I'll have a few stop off points where I'll do a quick set of push ups or squats because that really gets the blood flowing and it helps really energize my mind and body. So as I get up to the top of the mountain, now I'm totally woken up. If you're following me, this is about 30, 35 minutes after I've woken up that I'm at the top of the mountain. And I typically do some combination of breath work, meditation, journaling, uh, and stretching. No particular order. Sometimes I'll do some, other days, others. Sometimes I'll fit it all in. It just depends on what I'm feeling. And then I'm just kind of looking over the entire city of San Diego all the way to the coast and just taking in the view and really kind of focusing on some of this inner work. And I find this is just such a good way to ground yourself. So while I do have my phone on me, it's still on airplane mode. Haven't opened up any, you know, any messages or emails or let the flood open up the floodgate, so to say, to let all these things in. And <clears throat> that really, really helps me to set the precedent for the rest of the day. And while this hike is, Sure, it's not the easiest hike. And by getting out and doing something physically active, at this point now, the sunrise is starting to come right over the mountains. So I'm just able to soak in all that morning light. I freaking love it. And then I'll either jog or walk back down the hill to my house. And upon returning home, I'll head straight for my garage gym where I'll crush my lift. This typically consists of my MED workouts, my minimum effective dose. It's about a 10 to 15 minute training routine super effective. I've taught it to tons of my patients and students over the years because you're able to get a great pump, a great hypertrophy muscle building session in, in a very quick and efficient manner. And <clears throat> I'll have to do a whole episode on that to, you know, outline what it entails, but I'll either do that or occasionally, maybe once a week, twice a week, I'll do a longer lift. So more in like the 30 to 40 minute range. Uh, and I'll crush that while I'm again, listening to a podcast or an audio book, something that's mentally stimulating. I'm all about learning time. So having this thinking time and this learning time in the morning really helps me to set up the day strong. And then immediately upon finishing my lift, I jump in the sauna. And by now the sauna is nice and hot because I fired it up prior to heading out the house for my morning hike. And I'll typically do an average of about 30 minutes in the infrared sauna. I love to do some stretching in there, especially post-workout. You get this big surge in nitric oxide and blood flow. And I'll do this uh, deep breathing where I'll breathe in through my nose for three or four seconds. And then on the exhale, I'll do a long exhale where I'll make a humming noise, which is fan-freaking-tastic for activating that vagal tone, that vagal nerve, to really ramp up your nitric oxide, your blood flow. And this really helps to oxygenate the body so you get better delivery of nutrients right after you've just gotten a pump in the during the workout. And then you're doing this in the sauna. I find it's just a really good way to get the most out of your time training and really amplify your results. Um, and it just puts you in a really good headspace. You know, you're totally just dialed in and focused. So I'll do that for five to 10 minutes in the sauna, deep breathing, deep stretching. And then sometimes I'll make some journaling in there as well. And I'll typically have a pen and paper because I get this big surge 
of creativity and focus and and just euphoria from the sauna. I was talking to a friend the other day about the sauna and how it's crazy to think the vast majority of people don't sweat, like just crazy sweat, like you get in the sauna regularly. Some of them never, you know, and it's this one of the single most beneficial things I've found to just feel fucking fantastic. A lift followed by a sauna and capping it off with a cold shower or cold plunge is the trifecta that literally puts you in just a mental state that I have to only assume most people have never experienced that don't do these practices because you just feel so goddamn good. And it doesn't matter what, you know, if I was feeling like I'm in a funk or feeling a little low or a little tired or a little off or whatever, if I do that trifecta, I do a workout, even if it's the 10 or 15 minute lifting, I do the sauna and then I do a cold shower. Oh my gosh, I feel like a whole new person. And you just feel totally fired up, full on focused, motivated. It just gets the dopamine going. I don't think it's possible to feel truly depressed if you're doing this on a regular basis. Just the neurochemistry won't lend itself to depression when you're doing these three things. Now, I could be wrong, but I've had a lot of people I worked with in my practice that were dealing with mild, moderate, even severe depression, where these practices, these tools have been so freaking transformative. And so after the sauna, as I just alluded to, I do a nice cold outdoor shower, dry off, then I'm on to the rest of my day. Now, I know if you're listening to this, you're still with me, you're probably like, dude, this is a lot. Like, I don't have time for this shit. And it sort of is a lot, but during these, even during these winter days, when I wake up a little bit later, like 6, 6.15, I'm pretty much all ready to go by 8, 8.15. It's about a two-hour thing from start to finish. And by 8.15 or so, I'm at my computer rocking, working on business. And a lot of people, that's the case for them. You know, they may not have all these practices they may not be doing as much physical activity or all the things I mentioned but you know between kind of playing on their phone or watching a little tv or getting their breakfast ready or showering or whatever else that they do during the day uh you know for women getting themselves you know all ready with makeup and all this stuff they're probably spending a similar amount of time is what I just outlined and they're probably getting to work around that same time 8 8 30 9 a.m sometime in there is when a lot of people start work that do kind of a typical nine to five work work day uh, and I just find that for me, at least the quality is far more important than the quantity when it comes to working hours. I know I could get more done in three to four, like hyper focused hours where I feel top notch than I can in seven to eight hours where I feel subpar. So the goal for me is not how many hours I could put in. It's more so about accomplishing what I set out to that day in the most efficient route possible. Now, I don't work a nine to five. I run my own business. So it's obviously different than someone who is getting paid hourly or has to be there at a certain time, leave at a certain time, regardless of what they get done or how efficient they are. But for me, it's like, I'd rather allocate this time in the morning to really prime my mind, prime my body, optimize how I feel and how I perform the whole rest of the day and be done with all these things that now I don't have to worry about training. I don't have to worry about getting a sweat in or doing a lot of these practices from a mindfulness perspective because I've already knocked them off the list. I already executed them. And that way I can really focus in on my work and not be very distracted by like, ah, oh, I should work out or oh, I should do this. Um, and so this is just what works for me. I don't really find afternoon workouts or evening workouts. I don't do well with that. I like to get my training in early when I got some caffeine in my system and I'm fired up for the day. And then the mood boost and the endorphins and all the beneficial hormonal response from the training just carries me through the day. And I just feel so freaking good. So <clears throat> That wraps up part one of this three-part series. Be sure to subscribe so you're notified when part two goes live. 
and that's where I'm going to be talking about what I have for breakfast, what I eat during the day, how I structure my workday, all that sort of good stuff. So I hope you found value in this. Share it along to someone you know that could benefit from dialing in their morning practices and really optimizing the way they feel and perform. And I'll see you on the next episode. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. If you found it helpful, please share it along to anyone else you believe it can serve. You can submit your own question to be answered on the show by going to ryankennedyhealth.com forward slash podcast. Be sure to subscribe and leave a review for the show. Your feedback helps to support me on my mission to positively impact as many people as possible with this information. Please note the information depicted in this episode is purely for informational purposes only. Please consult your healthcare professional before making any changes to your lifestyle or routine.